Hello, one and all, and welcome to The Big Guns, Episode 18, The Path Less Traveled. back big guns had a quite a shake up in the group dynamic a little bit of parting ways there after our adventures in Laredo and uh, we're gonna pick up on the road with our newfound friend slash Sasquatch slash maybe he's a cyber knight it's kind of hard to say he hasn't done anything really cyber knighty other than be a paragon of virtue and everybody's favorite glitter girl Masuki in her wayward ward as she tries to make her way back to castle refuge it's a long journey. Like I said, it's you've got minimum two or three months ahead of you, possibly four or five, depending on how bad things go for you. But <laughs> when do things ever go badly for you, Masuki? Never. Yeah, never. So starting off, just what a basic question, because we're going to pick up uh, our first little interlude here about a week or two in. But what is the basic plan as far as meeting your everyday needs? Dawn is an accomplished woodsman, so he would be uh, right at home just living off the land as best as possible obviously in a, the broken world of savage rifts there's you know extra difficulty in that but he would definitely yeah. make the attempt and i don't know how many credits you guys actually have between the three of you like a lot masuki is fucking loaded i'm gonna tell you right now i never wrote down credits on <laughs> makes Dawn. sense i feel like Dodd would not keep a hold of them for very long before giving them away to somebody yeah, mm, you and freaking Charlie. But yeah, no, Masuki's loaded. Okay. Well, comparatively, remember, missiles ain't cheap. Yeah, that's why I'm loaded, bruh, because <laughs> I haven't found any yet. Speaking of, that, I'm hoping to find some on the way. Yeah, as it presently stands, that's the only reason I would want to stop by towns. If he can provide the food out here, I have absolutely no reason to go into civilization other than to hunt for missiles. Yeah, uh, and since the Glitter Girl is nuclear-powered, you don't have to worry about, like, recharging the batteries. Other than any kind of major technological difficulties, which <laughs> obviously will not happen on a you know purely narrative basis, it will be for when we kind of zoom in and do critically fail a roll. Oh, great! So it'll be when I'm at the trials. Check. Oh, you got a long way to get there. I'm sure you'll critically fail a ton before then. Ah, uh, that's probably true. 
And what makes you think you'll be using that armor in your trial? Hey, look, you can't <laughs> take this away from me till we get there, okay? <laughs> I got dreams. You can't take it away, but it sounds like when you mentioned when we were do- doing a brief discussion of what we wanted to kind of, what highlights we wanted to hit on this journey, that you had an idea in mind for your young protege to take a turn in the Glitter Girl. Absolutely. She definitely needs it to learn to pilot. Which I think is going to be a good place to start our evening out here. But before we do, let's go ahead and get a group survival check. So you can nominate whoever's going to be your primary. And anybody who wants to can assist with however the, whatever skill they'd like. Just to kind of see how the hunting's been done. See if you guys are, you know, living with empty rumbling stomachs. Or if the land has been kind to you and you're full up on your adventure here. Gotcha. Well, uh, you know, Dawn would be... We should all take a special note to give Justin some pity, since he's not playing mags. He has to start with a normal amount of bennies. I don't even know what to, how to do it. Like, I keep looking at this number, and I'm like, <laughs> it's, we just it's started. Three. Why is it only three? <laughs> yeah. Why are I and, and, three and with here? Young William out this week, I am down to only two <laughs> evil, evil GM bennies. I'm not sad about that. I'm gonna have to just throw a lot of wild cards at you to get some more. But anywho, sir, please. Yeah, Don can take the lead on survival check. That's no problem. That is not survival that I rolled, by the way. You can ignore it. <laughs> Apparently uh, you're fighting amongst the group. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can take the lead on that if uh, Yusha and Masuki want to attempt to uh, assist first. Well, yeah, I'm assuming at this point Don has said that he is rather adept this is, um, at hunting and living off the land. Yeah. Well, the night you met him, he did make you grub burritos uh, made out of yucca plants. That were actually but that works fairly against good. Him. Yeah, okay. That still they, works against him. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. They may not have looked appetizing, but they did taste good according to my survival role that night. <laughs> hey, I, Masuki ate them. Okay. <laughs> no qualms. Uh, so Yusha is going to utilize her newfound gifts in stealth to silently kind of go and try to track prey down, look for signs without startling any animals and thereby ruining your chances of finding stuff. Alrighty. She's going to make a stealth roll. Nice. She got a success, so you'll get at least a plus one. Suki, are you helping out in the hunting efforts? Or <laughs> Absolutely. And only stomping the, the ground in a giant glitter girl, firing no, no, no. off sonic booms. I'm going to park the glitter girl. I'm not getting out. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> But I'm going to turn on my sensors array and try and find some uh, via using utilizing the glitter girl and saying, hey, Don, there's something over there. Gotcha. So you run the full gamut of motion and heat sensors looking for life. Let's see an electronics roll or a notice roll. Your choice. Yeah. Okay. Notice it is. Son of a biscuit. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. help you. <laughs> um, it looks like for a second you're surrounded by thousands of man-sized creatures. Mm. And you actually <laughs> pop the faceplate just to make sure that they're not out there, but uh, that that pesky glitch in the systems, whatever that is, is uh, still causing you trouble, it seems like. Absolutely. And, and I, I just don't... Justin, down. does Don even own a radio? <laughs> uh, no. Uh-uh. Don has no oh, technology God. other than... The... Uh, no, so Yusha will be the gopher between the two of you if, if you have to separate, because Yusha will take her radio. <laughs> <laughs> But Don, you got the silently stealthy young lass here who's doing a very good job of just being absolutely, like, the human equivalent of Void. Like, you can't really see her in the tall grasses. Like, she quickly blends in. For a human, she's doing a remarkably good job. 
Alrighty. Somebody gets to skip their lesson tonight. You see her kind of casually reach down and just click a button on the radio to shut it off as right as some static starts to come. And she just motions you with a, a silent hand signal to follow her this way as she seems to have found something. Okay. Don's gonna follow her. And... Uh, uh, with, her, with her bonus, I'll get a success with the well, roll the five. Six. Yeah. So. And a six, so... And she does find tracks what look like a decent-sized um, game animal. Hard to tell before you get up to it if it's, you know, Earth Standard or perhaps an alien beast or even a sentient creature. We'll say it's some sort of odd variation of deer. For the most part, it looks like a like a normal like buck, but the horns look like they're maybe made of metal. Mm-hmm. So it's clearly uh, some sort of either altered by magic or dimensional energies or from another world. You do know, like, in this area you've been traveling over, like, the last week and a half, ley lines are fairly easy to use to kind of help navigate. So you are kind of staying fairly close to them. Like, you see one in the distance, probably... Well, actually, that's a good question. How close would Dawn typically skew to ley lines? Because as a psychic, he would get, you know, increases in his powers if he's on them. Yeah, uh, so yeah, ley lines are no bad for me, so I'm fine with getting close to them, but I mean, obviously there's increased danger there too, so. Yeah. A little. Like, I mean, ride that, that line. Like, keeping them in visual distance, I mean, you could see them for miles, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, close enough where if you needed to maybe get in, dip your toe in, so to speak, to get that power boost, it wouldn't be too hard. Also, I but, feel like, like, the really big ley lines, they don't move much, right? So they're pretty good landmarks, right? Exactly, yeah, like they're, especially since you've kind of been this way before, you're kind of yeah. using them as a good. I know some of the smaller ones can come and go or, or move and stuff like that, so they're not yeah. reliable, but the big ones. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like almost its own river, so. Yeah. But you managed to score up this game, keep you guys nice and fed. Yeah, um, uh, Dawn, once he gets close enough, he just like crouches down to a three-point stance and then like rockets out of the brush grabs this deer creature like in a headlock and says excuse me sir are you sapient and then it it like struggles against you making like muffled choked noises but no no words or anything that seems to resemble a language oh well then i apologize but my friends need sustenance please go quietly into that dark night and he you know chokes it out uh, Dawn is actually a vegetarian. I mean, he'll eat insects and stuff, but he doesn't eat, uh, like, the meat, the flesh of animals. Gotcha. Stuff like that. So he'll, uh, take that down for them so that they'll be good and taken care of. And, and it's uh, not, not... Collect some veggies on the way back. Yeah, it's not all you find. You, you succeed at your survival check. You yeah. can go out for another hour or two, but this'll be a welcome boost just to kind of keep the, uh, the other two full and fed and, and going here. Yeah, but I do like the idea that, like, d- like Dawn has a bow, but he doesn't use it to hunt, because the bow can't ask if that creature is sapient. And in Rift's Earth, you don't fucking know. Yeah, that's <laughs> so. not true. It could be a magically transformed person, or a guy <laughs> named Dave from another dimension. Yeah. So, he gives everybody a chance to communicate. But the good news is he succeeded, so you guys won't be fatigued when we kind of do our little zoom in here. Sweet. So you've been going on for about two weeks. How are how are things going? Like what? You barely really had a lot of interaction before you decided to leave, other than getting in a couple of scrapes together and 
and helping poor uh, Danny Delgado with his gremlin problem. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Masuki's not usually the most chatterboxy kind of person. Yusha is kind of relegated to the background of the adults are talking status, although that might be breaking out a little bit now that there's less people around. And Dawn is definitely very boisterous and, you know, yeah. gregarious. Yeah, Dawn talks a lot. And I feel like you're right, like, unless Masuki, like, is uncharacteristically uh, talkative, then he probably t- talks mostly with Yusha. Yeah. You know, so whenever we break down for camp at the night, you know. That's funny. I just assumed he just talked at Masuki and she just sat and listened. <laughs> well, he, I mean, he, he'll, he likes to tell stories of like, because he's traveled a lot, you know, uncharacteristically a lot for, for Rift's Earth because it's typically a, like not something that's good. Uh, like people usually don't survive, but given his, uh, his heritage, uh, his comfort with the wilderness and, just the fact that push comes to shove in civilized areas, he can bust out the armor and kind of get better treatment. It's a little easier for him to travel. And so, you know, he's always telling stories about the things, the weird things he's seen and stuff like that. He's a very optimistic person. I think you should kind of picks up on that. Like, I think initially you're probably directing these stories to both of your, your traveling companions. Mm-hmm. And I feel, and Tess, please correct me if I'm wrong, that Masuki is maybe one or two word response an avid listener but not really much of a sharer no you're not incorrect i can only assume that i would be saying things like yes you are honorable but uh it, it does serve the purpose of starting to draw yusha out of her shell like don give me a uh give me a persuasion roll if you would please and you can add your i believe cybernites get a bonus don't they uh, cyber knights have an inherent bonus when, like, you know, because of their nature, yeah. I think you can go uh, ahead and include that on this roll. Revered protector, so it's plus one to social checks for most folks, and reactions start one level higher for most. So that would be a four with the plus one. Which is a success. So yeah, you kind of get the idea that this girl has recently undergone some trauma. Um, there's definitely metal underneath, and she's definitely rapidly kind of moving into adulthood. You can see the deference she kind of pays to Masuki, but it's sort of like over the, the first week here, you're kind of seeing almost like a kid on like vacation kind of look. Like, you know, there's definitely lessons, that, and we'll get into what Tess has been making her do here in just a few minutes. But um, the change of her like dynamic going on this adventure seems to be like giving her a chance to more like participate. Like, she's trying to kind of assert her dominance, become, like, her own kind of person, while still being a respectful student. But so she is very receptive to your stories, and after, you know, a couple of days of mimicking Masuki's taciturn one- or two-word responses, eventually she starts asking you more questions, starts really getting into it, lets you go into, like, tangents and personal things, talking about, like, people you met as if she might know them, and she generally starts smiling and laughing more. And Masuki, that's a little odd for you, because she has not been all smiles since you met her. I mean, admittedly, her father was kidnapped and then killed by a demon, and she herself died, so... This is an interesting change for her. And how do you feel about your protege opening up to this Sasquatch man? I feel fine with it. Personally, Masuki believes wholeheartedly that she probably would have opened up sooner, except for... I relegated her to staying at the base, period. (laughs) Yeah, you definitely could see that your almost overprotectiveness ever was maybe hampering her a little bit. And so she's really, for the first time, like, 
Obviously, your childhood was a little stressed and different, but she seems to be acting like a 16, 17-year-old young woman, like like somebody who's actually eager to kind of live their life. Yeah, that also kind of stresses Masuki out. Because, because of my stoic nature and my lack of showing all these baser emotions, <laughs> it makes me wonder if she's going to be suited for this glitter girl outfit. That being said, what have you been doing on the road here for this first week as far as her training? Like, she's been going with Don on his hunting and gathering. Oh, yeah. Kind of, like, getting away from you and, like, proving she can be productive and help the group. She seems to be taking every opportunity to, to show she can kind of pull her weight here. Heck, yeah. Uh, so, we'll be doing two exercises this week. One of them is swimming through the grass, at which point I need her to traverse half a mile in one direction leave a marker on a rock, and traverse back through ridiculously tall grass without leaving a path. And are you having her, like, kind of range ahead of you, or is this more like an evening activity when you guys stop and break camp before she can go to bed kind of thing? Yeah, it's a before she can go to bed kind of thing, because I recognize that doing it in daylight is not going to be easy anyway, so we might as well start off easy. Okay. See how she does. She's gotten quite good at her stealth. Yeah. Um, Killing it. She's definitely... You get the sense that she's kind of peaking at stealth. She is definitely skilled in, in that regard. But she definitely seems to be... Anytime you're out of the Glitter Girl and kind of leaving it like parked there and open, ready to be like jump back in at kind of a moment's notice, you definitely catch her eyeing it and kind of like seeing her hands almost move as if she's like going through the uh, the startup sequence like kind of subconsciously just like thinking about it like you can definitely sense she wants to pilot that thing some more excellent at some point i'll walk by and put my hand on her shoulder and say it will come it will come soon Ah, she kind of like just jumps i know and i know it's what you said it's messing up and mr flint wasn't able to fix it 100 percent. but i mean i gotta have to learn sometime i mean I can't rebuild it out here in the wild, so I maybe you should learn to drive it. I mean, what happens if something happens to you? Then it's your armor. So yeah, if I don't know how to get it to go anywhere, I'm not going to be much help avenging your death. You are not incorrect, but first, we are still as a statue. And I explained to her how we're now going to sit here for three hours in a lotus pose, unmoving. No matter what lands on you, no matter what comes towards you. And we'll say that's where we zoom in. So, Don, you're coming back from, like, the, the grub hunt. You found some tasty vegetables. This is a different day than when you got the deer. Mm-hmm. It's late afternoon. Like, maybe, like, 5 or 6 p.m. equivalent. Still fairly dark, like, light out. Not really much clouds in the sky. You're going through fairly un- unhindering terrain. There's sparse trees and low hills, but it's mostly that kind of, you know, Texas wide open kind of territory. And you've been relatively close to a ley line, using that as like your guidepost as you kind of angle northeast. And your mind's a little preoccupied because you know in like a, about another week or two you're going to hit the coalition territory. Like you're going to be moving out of the Pecos Badlands, which you're actually close to leaving those soon. Moving into like the Texas proper. And then from there is when you'll start having to step foot into coalition territory. And that's, I imagine, probably one of the more stressful things for you. 
Because mm. this, between your own physical appearance and uh, this giant glitter girl, you guys are not going to be well received. Don't worry. If I get out of the armor, I'm a DB anyway, so... Yeah. Yusha's the only safe person here. But you come across your campsite. Your horse is the only thing actually moving and making a sound. Is that your two lady friends here are just... I mean, trying to stay as still as humanly possible. And there's some rather large mosquitoes kind of zipping at both of them here. Uh, Tess, why don't you give me a spirit check? And we'll do the same for Yusha to see which one of you moves first. Will the student best the master? Man, is she... Are you going to stick with that? I mean, my wall dies a five. (laughs) It could be worse. Yeah, she doesn't get one of those, so we'll see. You Thank are God. the the teacher is always the master. So yeah, <laughs> after a couple of vicious bites from these mosquito like it's like she finally moves and slaps one and it curses. Damn it! I thought I was gonna get you. Tomorrow. She starts getting up and like stretching out because she's cramped after sitting there for several hours in the like <laughs> lotus position. Tomorrow tonight is dinner. Speaking of, Don, what you what you preparing for the group tonight? Well, let's see, a bit of a lovely amuse bouche of uh let's see, caramelized field onions and uh some wild roots, uh some tubers that I've sliced into uh stir fry. Yeah, yeah, I got a seven on my survival roll, so That's I think I'll yeah. stop there. That sounds fairly fairly tasty. I actually don't know what an amuse bouche is, so I'm just, uh, that was completely It's just like mind. a tiny little <laughs> serving of food, if I'm not mistaken. Like you are not mistaken, but that's funny. <laughs> Eat this grape, I found. Here you go. <laughs> the dinner is actually quite tasty. I mean, I don't know if Masuki prefers her meat or fish as opposed to just a vegetarian lifestyle, but Dawn is a pretty accomplished cook. Yeah, and like said, like I, I recognize that they need to eat, and so when they, when necessary, Don will help them acquire meat foods. It's it's good to kind of have in, in a backup in case because some yeah. of this terrain is not very hospitable for plant life and things like that or edible foods. Mm-hmm. So hunting is a necessity here and there. Also, you'll never know whether Masuki is happy with what she's eating or not, because she'll never say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, over the last week and a half, what is one personal thing about your character that has come to light uh, to the others here? That, as new traveling companions, what has what part of yourself have you shared? What one thing is either voluntarily or involuntarily have you let slip? about yourself. It could be, you know, a hobby, uh, a favorite thing, an embarrassing story from your past, great victory that you've done. But one thing to kind of let this people with you kind of get to know you better. What has happened? I mean, to be realistic, in a very Masuki way, of course I would be more than happy to tell Yusha, I mean, not gonna hide it from Dawn either, I don't care that uh, this armor is not yet mine to give, but it will be. Oh. I see. You must go through some sort of rite of passage. Interesting. Ah, trials. It's how you gain strength. I agree with this philosophy. As do I. 
I myself am actually pretty glad that we are returning in this direction, because, although you may not believe it, I have managed to bag myself a fiancé. I know. You should just, like, look surprised and drops one of her onions. <laughs> Masuki doesn't flinch. My rugged face does not lend itself to such, uh, social niceties, but it seems I found a man who could truly share my heart. My dare bear is unlike any other. Uh. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yusha starts, like, coughing a little bit as she's choking. I think it was the dare bear that <laughs> put her over the edge there. <laughs> yep, she's a teenager. Gross. <laughs> Adults don't have romance. Where's Caleb? I know, that was my first thought when I said the heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> Caleb Thinking is currently about- heading north from Laredo in the night. Oh no. If, if that is in fact Caleb in there. Just saying. Who knows? Not I. <laughs> I guess more accurately, Caleb's meat suit is heading north. That sounds more like what I left behind. <laughs> I'm not particularly happy about that because I happen to know that Marl is mostly north of Laredo. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see Caleb again. <laughs> Caleb like definitely this. hasn't taken the tracking teeth, Harrowed Edge. Anyway. <laughs> and his new best pal, Charlie. Yeah, not currently on his mind. Best friend, Charlie. Best friend, Charlie. But again, we'll, we'll maybe pick that thread up when we revisit Max and Charlie later. All right. So dinner's well. You learned that Don here has got a fiance. It was apparently named Dare Bear. I think you should kind of like, so is he an actual bear? Or. <laughs> no, he's not a bear. No. I mean to be rude, bear. Are you a bear? I'm not. really don't know what you are, Don. I see. You are not familiar with the noble race of Sasquatch. My village was mostly humans. We had a couple of DBs, but nothing like you. Well, my people live in the wilds. We stay away from most cities. Uh, We're actually native to this planet, although we kept ourselves very hidden in pre-Rift days from what I hear. Obviously, it wasn't there, and who can believe such wild stories as an entire species going unnoticed on a planet full of humans? That's crazy, right? Uh, I, I guess. She kind of looks to Masuki. Masuki just shrugs her shoulders, as if to say, just go along with it. So, anyway, I'm something of an outcast among my people. You see, I, uh... I am actually, shamefully, full of nanites. Why is this shameful? Don't they make, like, a shampoo for that? <laughs> You see, among my people, we understand the truth that technology breeds weakness in the form. No offense. Uh, you yeah, like, you should just roll her eyes at that. <laughs> <laughs> there was definitely some offense. <laughs> <laughs> the moment that it sounds like Dawn's getting a little bit teary-eyed, for just a second, you see Masuki flinch and then sit back up. <laughs> As if, Please don't cry. Don't do this. But I, uh, I, uh, I believe that, uh, nature and technology can, uh, coexist within, 
reason, as long as you don't uh, become so dependent upon anything that you can be easily deprived of it. Not to mention, uh, the stories of the Cyber Knights and the, the, their, tr- their triumphs over evil. Uh, many of my people have always been allied with Cyber Knights. It's uh, because we understand their, their thirst for justice. Uh, and so... I always dreamed of becoming one. It wasn't until my parents told me that it was absolutely forbidden that I made it my personal goal to achieve such in my life. Turns out, you could, it's actually easy to do. It's really hard to get back in the village afterwards, though. Hmm. Wait, what's a Cyber Knight? You've never heard of the, the Order of Cyber Knights? I'm going to give her a common knowledge roll at minus one due to her very remote, dimensionally displaced village. <laughs> right. Very true. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> nice to be there. That's an absolute I've no. I've heard of knights. They've, you know, armor, swords, and she kind of, like, gestures to you, like, clearly you don't have any of that. Because, <laughs> uh, to be fair, I, if I'm not mistaken, Dawn, the only weapon never, he carries yeah. is a bow, right? You don't yeah, have a regular sword, you just... Nope. Carries a bow, otherwise fights unarmed. Uh, I thought about having some, like, little stone ironwood katars, maybe. You know, like the, the punching daggers. Something like that, but uh, that's not necessary. He Probably just the bow. The only thing that looks like a weapon that he carries. That he's never used in their presence, probably. Unless we've, at this point in this week, had to fight something off. Not yet. So not. far in your journey, like, the glitter girl is... It's enough of a threat that most of the bandits in this area and the warlord, like, roving bands, it's not worth the hassle. They would have to come at you en masse to bring you down, and they would lose too many people. Thank God. As as tempting as a target as it is, it's not worth the loss of life right now. Whether or not that'll hold true on your journey, it depends on where you go and who you talk to. But so far, it's nobody's willing to press their luck. And as a Sasquatch, you are somewhat intimidating as well. That's true. That is it, also true. That's also because they don't know you, because every time you speak, all I can hear is the words from Don Quixote. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the Cyber Knights, uh, we, they used to be based in the fallen city of Tolkien, uh, but now we mostly affiliate ourselves with the uh, Tomorrow Legion. Uh, but, uh, there was an order founded to uh, uphold humanity and protect us from the demons and the horrors that now find themselves permeating the wilds. Our village could have definitely used somebody like you. Uh, Although Masuki and her friends made short work of the demon that was messing with us. A demon? Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Demons are never good. But, uh, Masuki, you killed a demon? Like, Yusha looks a little like she's gonna get in trouble by saying that. She's like, actually, it's that shiny robot friend of theirs that you haven't met. He kind of just swooped in and just ripped the thing apart. Although I'm sure Masuki was definitely gonna, gonna blow it to pieces with that gun. Well, demons are never good for sapients and just folk of, uh, Earth here, but it's good to know that I'm traveling on the companionship of bona fide demon killer. Uh, I, I think mean, you've gone too far. 
group of associate demon killer. How about that? Haha. You can call me Masuki. Yes, ma'am. Justin, have Don make a survival roll at a minus one. Oh, no. Oh, no. What are we going to survive? <laughs> That's not a <laughs> At a minus one, that is a three, champ. <laughs> We're going to call that a not surviving. Uh, you think maybe the onions are a little undercooked, but uh, looks like the, the ladies here like them raw. Okay. Thank God it was just about cooking, because I was like... I- completely nonplussed by whatever no, I'm eating. No, he's tricking us, because I already rolled for the cooking, so this is something else it. that he's covering up with the fucking onions. Dirty cover up! <laughs> Our onions permeate everything. Well played, Jason. We won't nice. see it coming. I should have asked the onions if they were sapient. Mm-hmm. It's too late now. There's, you don't bum, hear them bum. screaming inside of you. <laughs> So as you finish your meal, Yusha starts doing her job of, like, I imagine she's, like, helping out, uh, cleaning things up. Like I said, she's been very proactive over the last week and a half, trying to do anything she can to pull her weight. Excellent. She doesn't have her own vehicle and has to be carried or riding on the back of a horse. She definitely feels kind of third-wheelish. Mm-mm. I actually will stop her from cleaning. Well, I don't mind. I did it for my dad all the time. You need your rest. Tomorrow is your day. The sun hasn't even set. And, you need and to as rest. She says that, Masuki. You look back towards the uh, the west, where the sun would be kind of slowly getting closer and closer to that horizon. And while the sunlight is still out and it is kind of approaching dusk, on the horizon you see a lot of dark, rolling clouds, God and they're it. tinged with green onions. Uh, everybody who can make another survival roll for me. Or you can support somebody as your designated survival roll guy. It's up to you. You sure will support whoever would like support. <laughs> I got a seven, but it seems unnecessary because fucking <laughs> Tess just knocked that out of the park with her unskilled 15. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck just happened? How this the is- fuck? I don't Tess, even know. you recognize what's happening because you've unfortunately been caught in something like this before, and it's never good. One of the things you enjoyed about living in Marl the past few months is that it's not near a ley line, oh, and no. thus is very rarely affected by a ley line storm. Uh, and this is a looking to be a big one. So with your exceptional success, I will let you know some of the actual mechanics. Anything in the vicinity of a leyline storm that's electronic, minus two to operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know because you've maybe heard about it or seen other people who have psychic abilities that have been caught in one. You know, if you're in it and you're psychic, you get a massive headache. So, Justin, you will end up having a minus two to psionic skill modifiers and you will be fatigued until about ten minutes after the storm ends. Ouch. You do also know that the storms themselves have a lot of random weird things that can happen. And they tend to follow the lines. And this one is following that line that you've been kind of using as a navigational point, and it's heading your way. Of course it is. 
Have you caught it earlier when you were still eating dinner? You might have had time to get up and get on the move and relocate. But you are unfortunately going to be caught in the middle of this thing. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. And you don't really time. have shelter. Uh, you've been mostly just... Imagine, like, that dog probably has a bedroll, and I also imagine he's probably volunteered to give it up to either of his companions, because it seems like the chivalric kind of thing to do. Uh, mm-hmm. But it mostly, you know, it's just been laying out on the ground. You haven't, you haven't quite come across a town yet where you could buy more camping supplies. But aside from, you know, the thunder, there's usually very little rain, if that's a condolence to you. But, you know, the weird supernatural oddities kind of counterbalance that. I suppose I should roll a die. Uh, See what's going to happen on this particular little leyline storm. You don't have to. You can I skip that part. Uh, nah. So you want me to just choose the most devious? Okay. No, I was thinking <laughs> Justin and I could write the story for you. We're just yeah. giving you a break. Yeah, it's a collaborative experience. I feel right. like there's Technicolor Hail, maybe. Uh... Oh, most assuredly. Definitely Technicolor Hail. Sorry, Jason. Yeah. I've been afraid of that this entire time. I feel like now is your moment. There you go. Didn't know that Masuki's greatest fear is Technicolor Hail. Nope, nothing. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, we tried. We gave we it our best shot. <laughs> you will be somewhat lucky, though. As like it, the storm is rapidly approaching, and you're like, "What? Are, what is your plan to try to avoid?" It's like looking at the size of it, and that it's growing by the second. You don't know that you're going to be able to find. There's no shelter immediately around you. Whether or not you can come up with a way to do something about that, that's up to you. But what is your plan of action here? To hide Yusha, which means I'm going to have to put her in this armor. Yep. Do you know, like I said, that from past experience, anything electronics is going to be harder to operate. I, I don't want her to use the armor. You just want to more, more sitting still. Yeah. I'm Protect not asking her. her to do anything, exactly. I'm just trying to give gotcha. her some cover. I actually hope she does nothing. Alright, so any other plans? So, like, you want to try to do anything to assemble any kind of last minute bit of shelter? Dawn, your horse is starting to get a little agitated. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I guess I could try and I guess, build like, something. Yeah, I could uh, or at least glance around for a place that'll give us a leaf from the storm based on the directionality of it and stuff like that. Uh. I'll say either a notice or survival roll at minus... No, no penalty. You've been around this area when you set up your camp, so I'm not going to give you any kind of penalty to it, but... Alright, well, with uh, some fortuitous aces, I got a 17 on survival. Yes! Oh my god, yeah. I just looked at the screen. I hear you, wild dice. Alright, there is a copse of trees not too far off that you saw. That If everybody hurries, you can probably get to before the storm actually envelops you in this area. Perfect. And so with that being said, for no reason whatsoever, I'm just going to bring out a map for, you know, shits oh, no. and giggles. No, I don't feel good about it, but it is better than what I thought was about to happen, which was the deck. So I'll take your map. For just kind of this map, instead of a river, let's just say this is a ley line. Just for, nah, we'll say it's a river. You guys weren't traveling quite that close. Mm-hmm. It would make a pretty cool looking ley line. But yeah, really the, sky, the sky darkens like a black, gray, and green. And then you see... Well, I'll give you your little editing. 
multicolored bolts of lightning start arcing from cloud to cloud. But, uh, and there's no rain. It's just... Every now and then a bolt will hit, like, a uh, something in the brush a couple hundred yards away. And when it hits, it hits hard. Uh, it is essentially doing mega damage, so... Like, it, it's vaporizing copses of trees when it hits. Or freezing them. Like, it's almost like a fun little game to see what the different colors actually do. This prismatic lightning is just wrecking the area. And definitely, with your massive survival roll, Justin, I'll also tell you that it's probably going to take a while for the storm to fully pass you. Even though it was moving kind of quick down the line, it is just rapidly also increasing its area. So even though it's passing overhead fairly quickly, it's still growing as it's passing. Mm-hmm. And you are kind of huddled here in this little copse, like against this kind of little bit of elevated terrain and some trees, just to kind of avoid things. Once the lightning started, then you maybe moved a little bit further away from the trees, not to get hit. But once you realize that it's not obeying normal rules of lightning, you can kind of do whatevs. And uh, are you sticking with the plan of throwing Yusha in the suit? I am. She's kind of like, wait, what? I get to be in the suit? Don't do anything. Just walk around. I get, I get to walk around? Yes! Not, not really. <laughs> Jesus, God. I can start it up. She's like, like eagerly waiting for you to get in, just ignoring the lightning. <laughs> and then Dawn, like as she's like, you know, hopping up and down, waiting for Masuki to kind of get out of this armor. You do notice that, like, even though there's no bolts arcing down at you here, it does seem like in the clouds over Yusha's head, there's a lot of cloud to cloud lightning. Okay. But nothing has like come down anywhere near this little area. But it, there's just kind of looking up, which you've been doing to try to gauge how long the storm is going to last. There's a disproportionate amount of cloud to cloud lightning directly above the ladies. All right. Um, shit. Can I? And uh, at this stage, you are also fatigued as you're just getting a massive migraine. Okay. <laughs> and you will be at minus two to psionic skills while you're in here. The fatigue will go away once the storm has stopped after about 10 minutes, so it's not a long recovery time. It's just while it's happening. So, Masuki, you're hopping out? I am. Are you trying to? Are you going to try to fiddle with or do anything to the armor to prevent her from doing anything before you get out? I am not. Okay. So you hop out. Masuki... Uh, as soon as you're out of the way, Yusha just kind of eagerly hops in and starts smoothly going through the checks. Then you see her kind of scrunch her face in distaste. Why is this not working? I'm doing it the right order. And after like a minute of fiddling, yes! And you hear like the whir of servos as the armor kind of like collapses back over her. And the faceplate kind of slams shut. Thank God. And then like over the, the loudspeaker, kind of crackling a bit, not coming quite as clear as it should. This is amazing. <laughs> Look, Don, I'm almost as tall as you. Yes, indeed. It's just like, he's easily kind of walking around and just like, ah, oh, this is great. Oh, and then Don, as you're still looking fine. at the clouds, yeah, once, she moves away, once she moves away from Masuki, again, like the lightning above Masuki kind of goes back to the same kind of equivalent that's arcing above you. And more starts to generate, just kind of like above Yusha. 
So it's following the armor. Or Yusha. One of the two. Or Yusha. One of the two. Yes, uh, keep doing that. Uh, try, oh, try a left turn. Left turns have always been hard, I hear. I can turn left. I'm an amputurner. <laughs> <laughs> Don's just getting her to walk around so he can make sure that it's actually following her and it wasn't coincidence that she went in the direction the lightning did. Right. Yeah, it is. It's not like an instantaneous process, but like once she's kind of in an area, it's noticeable with your earlier survival check. Yeah. Uh, but it's a leyline storm. It doesn't have to make sense, right? Nope, doesn't. Masuki, uh, perhaps your young ward uh, should remove herself from the armor. Uh, if you'll note the lightning, it seems attracted to one of the two. Yusha. Yeah. Get out of the armor. I barely got a chance to do anything. Get out of the armor and walk towards me. And then, as you say that, a bolt of lightning jumps out to the sky, but it doesn't arc towards her, who's in front of you. It arcs behind you to a shadowy spot in these trees. (laughs) And blows them the fuck up. Like, uh, easily like a child swimming pool-sized crater in the ground. Get out of the armor. Wait, what do we see there? Besides That's a good the question. Uh, go ahead and give me notice rolls at mm. minus eight. Oh, yeah. man. I don't okay, ever notice cool. anything anyway. I rolled a one and a two before the minus eight. I rolled a two and a two before the minus eight. Uh, Where to, is to Charlie? Be, to be fair, this is not me just giving you a random penalty. This is a legit thing for what you're attempting to maybe or maybe not see. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so I'm going to give Yusha a notice roll, but I think the minus two from the storm will just counteract the plus two for the armor. So she will just get her normal notice. Just to see if she sees something here. You never know, she could get a miracle. Exactly. Not like that, it, though. It, it would have been a success, but... So to answer to your question, Don, you just see the smoking ruined crater of where trees used to be, pretty large trees, just instantly, like vaporized. Like, they're not burned. There's no shards of them left. It's almost like a laser beam from space just came down and just disassociated their atoms on a molecular level. <laughs> it's weird lightning, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, over, like, about, like, 100 yards to your east, you see a jagged bolt of lightning, like, very, like, cyan blue just kind of going down, and then it stays there. And you can't tell at this distance if it's a solid block of ice, or if it's just somehow stopped in time. But the light- lightning is just like a tether from the cloud that fired it off to whatever spot in the ground it hit. I'm going to let you guys have one more notice roll. So, uh, do we have any evidence that there might be something there? Or are we just It wasn't there it before? Random? Maybe it something is- there. <laughs> well, it's... <laughs> It's odd that lightning struck near you because so far, after like over the last ten minutes, you haven't seen the strike anywhere close. So it's just the fact that the lightning struck close to us is the only thing. Okay, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and roll, roll regular notice. We'll wait until something kills us. Oh, it's not a crit. Not a crit yeah, fail. Yeah, because the fatigue. fatigue in there. Oh, it's that's right. Two, okay, Woo. but it's a two minus <sighs> one, so it's a one. <laughs> yeah. Now we'll roll one more time for you, should just to see. Actually, let me. Double check something real fast to make sure that penalty doesn't change if something else happens. 
because this could potentially save you bacons. Yeah. Bacon, bacon saved. Guys deserve save bacon. I would never see it coming anyway. Six minus eight is a negative two. Well, you it can might have not my be bacon. I won't eat it anyway. <laughs> I know the default penalty is minus eight, but there's a chance it could be modified. So I just want to make sure that there's not a lesser one. Copy that. Because you guys might choose to want to spend bennies if it's a less penalty. That actually might be true. Nice try, but I'm not. You're not going to drain my three bennies, bro. Dude, it's just bad onions, everybody. You're going to have to learn to live with those three bennies. The rest of us have already. This is not fair. How do you guys play the game? <laughs> <laughs> I never notice anything, and I usually don't care. <laughs> That's what Charlie's for. To notice it and not say anything. Uh, I will say in this for this check, it's only a minus four. Cause I, mean, I have a one that, before whatever your penalty is, bro. I'm, <laughs> it's I'm, not going to change anything. <laughs> well, like I said, if anybody wanted to spend bennies, the oh, penalty okay. is only a minus four now. Because something has changed with what's happening. Okay, I mean, I'll give it a go. Who's it going to hurt? <laughs> Me? With a one? <laughs> So yeah, you're kind of like looking at Yusha to try to get her out of the armor, looking at that weird lightning strike off to the, the west, looking at the bolt in the crater that left, and you don't happen to see what's going on here. Oh, no. As from the shadows, a rather large shape kind of emerges near your the behind you, Don. And we're going to go ahead and bust out our initiative tracker. Did you say um, a large... Shape. shape. Oh, shape. Yep. Okay, that makes more sense. I was like, why is there a big joke right behind me? What's going on here? Here come that dreaded deck that I was talking about. Sad face. Oh, you combat? <laughs> yes. Let me go ahead and put my secret thing on the GM overlay. That's fine. We must attack Dawn first anyway. Alright, so... A couple of folks might have special initiative cards and edges, right? I know Not somebody here. I definitely uh, do. You have yeah. quick, right? I do. Yeah. You should just not have any. No, okay. not that I know of. And I would know, because I gave her everything. Excellent. And, uh, well, let's just say Yusuke ain't the only quick one. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think there's an invisible fast creature right behind me, guys. It's totally cool. You just focus on getting that uh, young woman out of that armor. Spoiler so, alert, so, it's not invisible. We just can't notice things. <laughs> Tess, I see the Masuki got a two. Did you want her? I'm assuming you wanted a card? Uh, yeah. Oh, Lord. Much well, better. Well, this is That's definitely better. better than a five. Yeah. However. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Alrighty. Let me go ahead and organize these by card suit. Alright. I'll go ahead. Even though it's. You'll know what square it's in now, but it still will have its penalty to be hit and whatnot. Change That's a clear map there, JJ. 
Also, yeah, it is. Big as fuck, and I love that. I like a big map. I'm not gonna lie. So, you are the brother's <laughs> I knew it. I it just happened. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I got the red Joker, so. Ah, uh, doom like days. That. Nobody red likes Joker. that. Red Joker, red Joker, send shadow right over. <laughs> this thing doesn't look that bad. <laughs> creepy Wendigo esque creature. Yeah, so this <laughs> massive, just shadowy appendage kind of rips out of the ground. Not like from the earth, but like off of like a shadow that's kind of on the ground from these rocks and these trees. And in like the flash of distant lightning, dawn claws come arcing towards you. It's going to make one action, which is going to be an attack. Oh. Because why wouldn't it? I don't know. Because it's a good guy, and I'm a good right. guy, and yeah. we can be friends. You might be my potential. Cousin. Right. Oh. Oh, no. Got the shadow meld going on. Which does give him a plus two to fighting, intimidation, stealth, and survival while that's going on. So this will be at a plus two to hit you. And he does have improved frenzy, so he gets to roll two fighting dice. Don't like Both that. Both plus two. And he Don't has a wild like card. It. Don't like it. And let's see what oh, you got. No! So and the first I, attack and, would be... Well, my parry wouldn't be affected by this, right? No, but he does have the drop on you. Yeah, I figured he'd get bonuses, but I don't have to worry about subtracting. Yeah, so he's definitely going to hit, because that's a 10 plus the drop, which would be another 4, if I'm not mistaken. Sweet I think baby he gets Jesus. two hits, uh, because the 8 with the drop oh, yeah. is 12. Uh, that's so true. Both of those will be higher than my parry, but I'm checking to see if it's a raise. Uh, well, what is your parry? It is a 7, so yeah, he's got raises, bro. Well, he's definitely raising on the first fighting die. Mm-hmm. The, I, as I said with these, I always use the first wild die. So the four with the drop, plus the plus two for his stealth thing. That's going to be a ten. Which is not a raise, it's just a hit. And then the three plus six is nine, which will, so it's going to be three hits. Oh no, excuse me, it's still only two hits. I don't know why I'm saying, like, the wild die doesn't get an extra hit, so. Yeah. But I can use the four. So yeah, he's got two hits. Uh, one is a raise, right? First the eight, because that's going to be like a twelve. Uh, yeah. If you don't get the drop on both of the dice, then uh, only one of them is a raise. Yes, yeah, because so, yeah, he's got the drops, which would be that would turn that wild die from a four to an eight, and then oh. plus two for his bonus is mm. a ten, which is and your center parry is a seven, right? That is correct. So it's a, ray, a hit with a raise and a regular hit. So we'll do the hit with the raise first. As some very painfully sharp mega damage clouds come at you. Mm. Uh, he, however, he gets a little bit more than that. Oh, he what? One, he's got the drop, so that's four extra damage. And then he also has the assassin edge. I don't like that. Which means he has plus two to when phones are vulnerable, or if he has the drop. So he actually has six extra damage. Uh, so it's looking at 21 plus the two bonus for the raise is 23 damage. What is your toughness? Uh, typically less than 22. Uh, most days. Well, it's 23 damage. So. <laughs> uh, less than 23. Uh, my toughness right now is a six. Is any of that due to armor? 
No, I'm okay, not so wearing the, armor. The, that's the why AP... my toughness is only a six. Uh, so that's 14, that's 17 points more, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, that's the full four wounds maximum. I'm assuming you're going to soak. I am. I'll spend a penny to soak. You're right, Justin. I don't know how any of us fucking survive without that extra penny. <laughs> I take back everything I've said to you mm-hmm. as of right now. You're right. Oh, thank you. Success in a raise. Damn you, fatigue. It would have been two raises. But as it is, you only take two wounds on that hit. Indeed. Two wounds. Fucking great. The second bite claw. Ooh. Oh my Jesus God! Sorry. That's plus six. That would be 31 damage. So once again, the full maximum four wounds coming at you. We gotta talk about this whole narrative thing. Well, I got a success, so I soaked one. So you would take three, which I'm pretty sure is gonna still be incapacitated. Yeah, I would have to soak three to remain standing, which would be uh, it would require an ace. Don't have a line on this guy either. And actually, you you need to put the first set of wounds on there because I'm not seeing a wound penalty on that vigor roll. Oh yeah, so it's not even a soak on the second one. Nope. Oh, shit. Somebody uh, come get my GM. Right? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Uh, Do you have any viable uh, action cards The uh, in your hand there? I see you have three. I, I, I do have a really good action card for this particular combat, but uh, unfortunately, none of them will stop this from being incapacitating me. Right. So you <laughs> could spend your last Benny to try to actually... It's... I it's mean, nearly impossible. At a yeah. minus three, I would have to roll uh, 15, which isn't, I mean, it's not impossible. It's just really low likely, and I'd have to spend my third, my last penny. I couldn't soak right. again, but then again, I'll be incapacitated, so it won't really matter. Uh, what am I missing here? Sorry, I just have to figure out if there's a way to save my life real quick. No, no, you well, take that time. Dead, and remember, like actively dying is fairly hard. Yeah, um, I hear the word you're saying, murderer. Sure, you can't yeah, say the word you're actually, rolling. This is quite interesting because it is going to put the limelight on young Yusha here. Oh uh-huh. yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'll re-roll. There's nothing else I can do. It'd be pointless to go down without trying, without putting everything into okay, it. Unless you want to save that penny for later into the session. I mean, if I'm still alive later in the session, I will lament my loss. Then, yeah, it's no good. So yeah, like... No good. Ladies, you see, like, the first claw, or you see something move in the shadows, just kind of flicker, and, like, Dawn, your hamstrings are both just sliced by this massive claw that rakes out of the shadows, and you scream and fall to your knees, and then, ladies, you see five giant, like, pitch-black, razor-sharp points just rip through the front of Dawn's chest as he stabbed from behind, and the claws impale him through the chest, and he kind of screams the muffles kind of quickly to a bloody gurgle and he falls to the ground still okay. breathing but barely I just needed to make sure he slumped forward yeah. so I wasn't shooting through him so Yusha is still in the armor <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so real quick since we don't have to do this very often we do have to roll for on the incapacitation oh boo very fun I said boo I was being sarcastic. 
So I believe it is going to be a vigor roll, sir. I wonder what this means. <clears throat> you believe or you know, Jeeves. Oh, and this was mega damage, so it is a pretty <laughs> injury as well. <laughs> Jesus God, somebody get my GM! <laughs> but I don't think the gritty stacks if you're actually incapacitated by the attack. You don't get, like, two injuries. Thank God. Yeah, you can only get one injury per yeah. uh, wound at, the, at most. So is that your bigger roll, a negative one? That was my... Uh, oh, was that, that, that was, was the second set. soak. Is it vigor for incapacitation? I thought it was yep. 2d6. Nope, that's if that's if you have to roll oh, the injury table. Oh, that's the injury table. table. Gotcha, I have to roll a bleeding out thing first. Oh, there's those fucking aces. Uh, well, here's 14. the good news. Uh, 14, that's a success well, with the raise. 12. It's actually a 12 because uh, I have four wounds now. No, you can only ever have three. Yeah. I have three wounds. So it's a 13, so it's, just still, a, it's still a success and a raise. Yeah. So, with a raised incapacitation roll, we roll on the injury table, and the injury goes away with 24 hours when all the wounds are healed. So you're not dying, which is great. You're just unconscious, and go ahead and roll 2d6 for me, buddy. Yay. I like you and your consolation words. You're not you're not dying, which is great. You're not. <laughs> roll those max 12 And there. roll another d6 for me, if you would. And a 5. I'm going to say this doesn't make sense. Because it would be blinded, but the one before that is hideous scar. Uh, oh. So you now have the ugly major hindrance. But since you've got a raise on that vigor roll, once you're healed, you'll lose that hindrance. Gotcha. But yeah, Don is out unless he's healed. But he's not bleeding out. He seems to be just in a, like unconscious. He doesn't seem to like to be bleeding a lot, and it's very hard to tell what did this to him. I'm gonna give you and Yusha a free notice roll. It's yes. only at minus four. Yes! And well, Tess, you also have a minus two for the illumination. Oh, so that's you're right. I'm not in my armor. Never mind. Nope. Just kidding. That's a three, <laughs> even on my wild die. Yeah, you have no idea. Like, the arm kind of sucked back into the like the shadows. It was happened so quick. No fucking clue what it was. It's cool. You should, though, is only at a minus two. Or, excuse me, a minus four for the creature's mm-hmm. abilities. If the macro will ever go through. That was part of the, one of the reasons I was hoping that Dawn would slump forward. <laughs> uh, yeah, Yusha's like... Did you see that? Snikes! Some kind of monster! Under those rocks! And she like points, but you Stop are up first. pointing and shoot at it, and I'm gonna <laughs> shoot in the direction that Dawn was standing. Uh, so you are minus four for the its invisibility, and mm-hmm. minus two for the darkness, so you're minus six. Sounds good to me. All right, well, that was fun. It would have been a hell of a shot. <laughs> you shoot right. in the right vicinity. I mean... What are you shooting, by the way? I, very rarely I, do we see you outside the arms. I have a Wilkes. Hold on. Let me find out which one it is. Uh, if it's Wilkes laser, laser pistol. pistol. <laughs> it should have a plus one to hit. Just FYI. All right. Almost, well, almost still... all Wilkes. That's a five, yeah, so it's, it's still, Wilkes, still not good enough. But, but now just a heads up for the future. Are you moving or going anywhere else? Doing um, it. yeah, uh, gonna have to move closer to my buddy over there. You want to engage this fucking thing in melee? No, I can't see it. I'm just going towards Dawn. Okay, but you could go towards Dawn there or there. Okay, fine. I'm trying there. to stay with you. Know there. that it's in that area. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, he fell forward. Po- okay, and, and you should point it out where he was kind of the rough location. 
Alright. And I am done. Masuki, what gun? What weapon? Missiles? Lasers? The Not big gun? missiles. You have no missiles. Shoot your lasers. Alright, just... You see, like, the shoulder cannon kind of track move. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That part's not carrying over the speaker. <laughs> does she have a decent shooting? She does not. <laughs> uh, but I do believe the suit would normally give her a plus two, but because of the storm, nada. It would normally give her a plus two. <laughs> Which normally would have hit. Um, actually, that, that's... That does it, because yeah, the plus two is cancelled by the minus two, so she actually got a fucking five. Thank you, Jesus. Thank Which, you, Jesus. Oh, but it is invisible and still gets that minus four, so. Oh, I hate this place. <sighs> the laser looks fairly, it was more accurate than Masuki's shot, but not quite enough. I don't think I got it. What should we do? What should we do? You'll shoot again next time. Just keep your eyes out and look for it. Alright. Eyes open, not out. <laughs> Please keep your eyes in your head at all times. <laughs> oh, also, try not to let it hit you. The good news is, because the Joker was pulled, we will actually shuffle the deck. Yay. And then deal out a new set of cards. Yusuke, you got a 10, so you can't go any better than that. He has quick, though, and he's gonna redraw. Fucker. And you got the lowest acceptable card Ooh. you can get, which doesn't change the initiative order at all. Thank you, Jesus. Yusha is up. Try your sword. I, I, I'm sorry, this is... I'm sorry, and like, you hear the sound of turbines firing. <laughs> and then the, the tunk as both of the pylons lock her in place, and the mm. railgun shoots up from under the back, slings to the arm, pops in her hand. That she points it at that rough direction. Oh, jeez. I cover my ears. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's no, all I'm not going to have you worry about it, but test if I can get a bigger roll, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at minus two. <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck your vigor roll, 16. No. It's Sorry. loud. I'm better now. It is, it is loud, uh, but... You are familiar with the uh, wonderful sound of your gun. So you're not deafened. Thank god. I cover my ears in just the right way. I'm like, oh, I've had to do this before. <laughs> Alright, Yusha, let's see if this shoot and roll is going to do anything. Hot diggity damn, she's doing pretty good. Yeah, she's kicking ass. Unfortunately, uh, with its minus four. Oh, let's keep forgetting about these damn minuses. It's close. Boom gun round goes flying in that area, hits part of that rock, and just boom! It disintegrates a much bigger portion than that uh, lightning strike did. <laughs> and then she's gonna bound forward, and as she's moving, like, the right arm pulls back and the blade pops out. Oh, actually, she can't move, so I apologize. Yeah, she dug in and shot. Oh, she's, yeah. She's stuck there. For this round. Yep. And actually, she was at another minus two for engaging the those things anyways. Alright, Masuki, you are up. Alright. You can kind of see, the, like, like I said, you can see it roughly where it's at, but it's it's like a patch of, like, shadow that seems like it's blurry and kind of oily. I'm pretty sure I missed. <laughs> With my dirty seven. That is, what, a negative minus four? They're minus six. Minus four six, for the sorry. its invisibility and two oh, for the yeah. darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'm you, gonna have a stack of Fire a laser blast at it. 
Uh, what else you doing? <laughs> Gonna attempt to uh, grab uh, old uh, dead guy here. Uh, since he's dead weight, what's your strength? Uh, sorry. <laughs> That's a terrible question. Uh, it's a D4. Ooh, I don't think you can drag a big boy like him. <laughs> yeah, your max weight is about 80 pounds, so... <laughs> that makes sense. Makes sense. He's a lot heavier than he looks, and he looks heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, nobody in the listening audience ever thought that I was going to drag anything. I don't do anything outside of the armor. <laughs> this is me trying. It was a good attempt. Right, I'm going to keep snatching on your foot until I get my next turn. Uh, so, Justin, it's your turn, but you're not bleeding out, so you're just, you know... Yep. You're bleeding, but you're not in life-threatening. Like, the, as gruesome as the wound is, it didn't really bleed too much after the initial hit. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so you're not bleeding out, but you're definitely bleeding. <laughs> yep. Bleeding. Just not out. All right. Next round of cards here. We got... Suki with a nine, Dom with a six, Yushin the thingy with a four. It's not going to like that four. It's going to take this queen, though. So Alright, so it sees that you two are firing at it and doesn't like the boom cut rounds. <laughs> and then you see this thing just sort of like it's almost impossible because it almost looks like it's coming directly out of the shadow like in a place it couldn't normally inhabit. It's easily Don, what is your size? Are you size one or two? Uh, two. It's even no. bigger than Don. Like, humans are, are zero, right? You start at zero? Yeah. Yeah, so two. So you are the same size as the Glitter Girl, because that Glitter Girl yep. is slightly smaller than a normal Glitter Boy armor. Mm-hmm. So this thing is taller than all of you, like, a size three. It's just this massive, furry beast. It has, like, a lipless mouth just full of sharp teeth, and it's got blood-drenched claws, so it's no longer invisible. Yay for that. Hey, However, right? it does <laughs> cause a fear check when it is seen. I'm not afraid. And I believe when it emerges from shadows like that, it's a harder fear check. Oh, yeah, so if I get a spirit roll at minus four... <laughs> God bless America. I have a one. Nice. <laughs> you got I a positive choose- number. That's pretty good. <laughs> if you want to spend a Benny test, you can. I mean, and I will. A- we'll see how that goes. It's scurry. <laughs> and I have a two. All right. Well, that was fun. Make one for young Yusha here. Yeah, she's going to be afraid too. So you are both failed your fear checks. Mm-hmm. As you watch this giant Sasquatch, which you've seen like literally run after and knock people off motorcycles, and he hunts by catching things in headlocks and, you know, asking their permission to snap their necks. But, uh, this thing is just fucking creepy. So, Tess, if you would, give me a d20 roll. Mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Let me know what six. you get. I got a six. <laughs> that's good. Remember, the fear table, you want lower. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh, so, it's actually an eight with its fear penalty of minus two adjusted in, but lower is, tends to be better on the old fear table. So, with the six, you are just distracted until the end of your next turn. Oh, sweet. As it's just looking at this thing, and it's like, the sheer massive hulking nature and the fact that it just kind of like almost like liquid shadow coalescing this thing. It is. And you're not in your armor, so you're kind of freaked. 
Well, see, I'd like to think that the whole reason I hadn't actually just cut tail and run is because I haven't yet realized I'm not in my armor. Yeah. Now, Yusha unfortunately rolled a little higher. She got a 13, which is modified to a 15, which on our good old-fashioned fear table is Frightened. She gains the hesitant hindrance for the remainder of the encounter. If she already has it, she is panicked instead. Alright, let's not fail this check again. That can go very poorly. Well, thankfully, fear only happens once around. And it is going to move over to you, Tess, as mm-hmm. it just kind of casually steps over Dawn's body. Rude. It just rakes its claws down at you. Mm-hmm. So, what is your parry? Uh, it's an eight. An eight. Okay. The good news is it's not using its stealth, so it doesn't get a plus two. Thank you, Jesus. So it's just its normal fighting roll, but it does get to add an extra one with Frenzy. Okay, I mean, it's cool. I'm just waiting to see the 35 that you So the good news is the first first attack will hit, but not with the raise. So the wild dies of one, so that won't hit for the second attack. And then the third attack, or the third fighting die, was a three. So only one hit. I knew it. 22. I well. So 22. <laughs> what is your armor value? Wait. What is your toughness and how much of that is armor? Hold on. I have to go over here to a whole different place where my my number is single digits and shit. Uh, it is a 9 and 2 of that is armor. Alright, so that's a 7. <laughs> so we're looking at a 15. So it's not quite 4 wounds, but it would be 3. <laughs> I'm assuming you're going to attempt to soak. I am... Eleven! Aww. Uh, Two. Yeah, so you you only take one wound as you just scramble back, and this thing's claws just kind of clip your armor and then rake across like your shoulder blade. <laughs> just for the record, I'm not sad that it's eleven, I'm sad that it's not twelve. <laughs> yeah, twelve would be <laughs> fucking fantastic. On the plus side, it's now your go. Bum-ba-da-dum. Oh my god. Guess I'm just gonna have to shoot it. Shooter! Shooter! <laughs> oh my god! I can't shoot Nathan! Well, you're only a minus two right now, because it's not stealth anymore, so you just have the normal darkness penalty here. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna say, at this range, you don't have that penalty. It's right <gasps> up in front of you. Yay! It's a five! I hit! And I yeah. remember, it's a six with your Wilkes, so... Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did I do anything? That was the real question. You did hit. Let's let's see some damage on that old laser rifle. Laser pistol, I'm assuming. Mm-mm, it is a laser pistol. A pistol-y. <laughs> and let me take a look. <laughs> oh, uh, no special protections against those kinds of things. Man, that's... What, uh... How much damage did you do? <clears throat> that is a roaring five on that three. Five, six. yeah, that is not gonna come close to the toughness of this guy. Uh, even when you subtract two points of his armor, yeah, so it just the blast hits it in the center, and it just kind of looks down, raises its head back up, it keeps advancing towards you. Somebody's very annoyed with me now. Don, you. They're enjoying unconsciousness. <laughs> yep. So much fun. Masuki, like, it's still a little hard here, even though you're not 100% deaf, but you hear the kind of muffled sound of, Doc! <laughs> Done. <laughs> As Yusha is gonna fire off another round of your <laughs> railgun. 
I didn't want to live. Holy shit! Nice. Good job. On a D4, she's killing it, so. Yeah. She has no penalties. That's gonna be a hit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tess, you could go ahead and roll if you would roll your railgun damage for me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to the normal people seat where good things happen. (laughs) How about 59? It's actually a little bit better than that, uh, because this thing does have a weakness. Light <gasps> and uh, holy. So anybody who's like a cyber knight or who happens to have the champion edge, which um, yes. you should have the champion edge. The thing that I created her with. So it does an extra four damage, and this damage cannot be regenerated. Sweet baby Yay. Jesus. So we are looking at 63 Sweet. damage. Yeah, she just 24 so, it's not surprised to say this thing does have a toughness of 26. It's not 12, at which all. is armor. So that 12 armor is fucking gone, which puts us down to a 14 toughness. Um, 63 minus 14 is over 10 wounds. <laughs> it can only take 4 max. I'm going to spend a... You know, I'm not going to spend a many. There's no fucking point. <laughs> I think this is a good heroic big damn hero moment for you shit I'm not gonna take it away from her thank with, you with our cyber knight gutted by my very high damage attack rolls yeah the railgun just hits this thing and obliterates it Tess like you feel like some kind of oily black residue against your skin but not a lot of it as this thing vanishes from sight paper Jesus that is the single best damage roll I think I've ever seen. Yeah, that is freaking amazing is what that is. Two twelves, a nine and an eight, and then two sevens. Alright, combat over. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yusha. And then you just hear, like, as your hearing starting to come back from the second boom gun shot, which I'm not going to make you roll to resist. Did I get it? Did I get it? You've it's like this done a big... well. <laughs> Is Don okay? I don't know. I didn't hit him, did I? <laughs> I look at him. I look at the, the glitter girl armor. Absolutely not. All clear. <laughs> hey, gang. Justin here. Gotta interrupt the episode for just a minute to talk to you about our Patreon. What do we have on Patreon.com slash In Our Dreams? We've got Discord. We've got bonus content. There's a whole series going on over there with monthly releases. We've got live hangouts with the crew. And best of all, we've got all this for $2 a month for founding members. But there's a limited number of slots for founders. So get over there. Get it while you can. Don't miss out. All right. Back to the show. Jason. Tell them what just happened. So the oddly thunderous lightning was uh, kind of the backdrop to a very loud peal of thunder that vaporized the shadow beast, destroying it with holy railgun flechettes, and saving her two companions. I think Yusha finally feels like she's pulling a little bit of her own weight. Yeah. And everybody else's. She's putting it out, bro. Yeah. I'm assuming you guys attend to your comrade. Does anybody have healing? Or, I guess I should say, medicine. 
Yusha does not. I don't know if Masuki has any skills along that line. Absolutely not! Cool! Sounds like we might be making some untrained skill rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, unless we want Dawn to just be unconscious for a week. Mm-mm. Alright! Now, he does have his full three wounds, so it would take 30 minutes, essentially. Which is fine, that's still within the golden hour. Well, with that big fat zero, it's gonna take more than that. I was gonna see if you, yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to say you're assisting Yusha. Yeah, might... definitely, I will definitely assist. Uh, so, you don't have to use that skill, you could use any skill you want if you want to assist. Okay, thank god. Because in real life, all I would get from that assist would be me accidentally poking a, my finger into a wound going, I don't think this is right. I'm gonna use some notice. Seven. That's a much better roll. Yeah, so you'll kind of help her out. She finally does pop out of the armor and tries to help you kind of, like, patch up. She's like, I don't know if I can do this, Masuki. She's looking at him just like as he's just drenched in blood and lightning is crashing all around. You didn't know if you could save us all either. (sighs) (sighs) <sighs> she starts, like, tearing bandages. <laughs> so she's got a plus one from you, she's got a minus three from the number of Dawn's wounds. Yes! So she's at minus two, plus another minus two for unskilled, which is already in this macro. Mm-hmm. I know such <laughs> Yeah. But it's so unfortunately, Dawn zero. is going to be unconscious for probably the remainder of the night. Oh yeah, definitely. As we try and figure out what herbs and berries will bring him back. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. pack it with this. You guys do patch up like I mean you, you put bandages on him. <laughs> but he is and he's breathing shallowly. But uh Yeah, he doesn't snap too. Mm-hmm. I imagine you guys are are you moving? Or are you waiting for the storm to pass? Uh, what is the plan of action <laughs> with Dawn down? We're gonna wait for the storm to pass and then we're gonna try and uh find a place to make camp for the the duration of the night. Alright. Store passes about another 30-40 minutes. So Dawn, even though you're unconscious, your headache goes away. (laughs) We're gonna move towards the copse of trees closer to the water, because we know we're gonna need water anyway. I'm sure he'll be thirsty. If you're not moving that far, I'm not gonna need you to make a survival or anything like that. And it is kind of, I mean, with the your armor on, you can easily pick up Dawn and carry him as gingerly as possible. And the two of you kind of get a fire going, because it is now actually night, so it didn't really get much lighter after the storm passed. But the lightning's gone. And hopefully there's not another one of those beasts poking around anywhere. I mean, we'll find out together. Yeah. I imagine it's a rather sleepless night, as you're keeping an eye on Dawn and your surroundings. Absolutely. I literally just look at Yusha and say, get some rest. And I will spend my entire night watching over the camp. Yeah. Maybe it's the adrenaline, the crash of it, but she does like protest, and then five minutes later is snoring in the sleep. Thank God. And dawn comes. The first <laughs> sliver of light over the horizon. And yeah. dawn, you your eyelids flutter open, and your body. Hurts. 
<laughs> and as, when you realize you're still breathing, you realize you realize it because of how much it hurts. What do you do? Uh-huh. So your fatigue's gone, but you do still have your full three wounds. I mean, yeah. we're going to be fast-forwarding in time, so you can go ahead and mark them off, but... At least for the cleanup of this little interlude, you are still badly injured. Uh-huh. And you see Masuki just kind of... I'm, I'm, are you basically standing still like a statue and just relying on your sensors, or are you actually, like, pacing and moving around, or... No, I'm standing still. I don't want to wake Yusha up. She needs all the sleep she can get after that crazy. Yeah. You see, like, the guttering little embers of a campfire. You see your horse kind of moving around in the background. And you see, like, Yusha's sleeping form across from you. And, like, the dawn's early light glittering off the leg of the glitter girl. It's the only thing you can really see of her. And, Masuka, you see dawn start to, like, stir a little bit. Excellent. I get out of the glitter girl armor. I rifle through a small pouch. I pull out some herbs, restock the fire, and start the teapot. Ugh. What devilish beast has done this to me? I'm not sure. Unfortunately, I was traveling with such an amazing warrior such as yourself. Otherwise, I'm sure I would be food for something by now. I did not slay the beast. <coughs> it ran away? No. That's Yusha. odd. Yusha slayed the beast. Young Yusha! I owe my life to her! Excellent! <laughs> Greatness travels in threes, I see. <laughs> Justin, go ahead and reward yourself a Betty for your just. A, I can feel like the the pain in your voice, despite being your boisterous self. So I like it. Take a <laughs> Betty, sir. Oh, thank you. I might need that. <laughs> Anything else the two of you would like to say to each other this morning, or are we gonna? move our magical red line across the map as you continue on your journey. Oh yeah, I don't have anything else to say to him, but I do start uh, chanting some words, and I place a cup of tea in front of Dawn, and I place a cup of tea in front of the sleeping Yusha, and I give her a poke on the shoulder. I was already up, I heard him praise me. (laughs) This rock is uncomfortable. Glad you're alive there. D-Bear. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am uh, most impressed by your valiant victory. I'd love to hear all about it over our campfire tonight. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to be up to moving anytime soon. It is <laughs> <laughs> but a flesh wound. <laughs> It's quite a few of them, and your legs were, remember, you were hamstrung, too. I know. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was doing the Black Knight thing. <laughs> I, I thought you were Cyber Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I look around the, uh, the campfire. Calm yourselves. It's time. Ooh. I sense something very serious here. Ritualistic, mm-hmm. even. I begin laying medallions in front of Yusha as I chant over her tea. She, like, looks confused, but quickly realizes that, like, 
the solemn nature of what's about to happen and kind of just takes like a, a kneeling position. Excellent. So for uh, everything I say in quick flex, I repeat it in common just to make sure that she understands completely this is a ceremony of honor in her honor she is no longer the student she is an equal um Dawn's eyes glow with that orangey light of the sun rising as uh, he casts mind link and links the three of us together so you don't have to translate super sweet and Tess, go ahead and give Nsuki a Benny. And you can both see, like, Yusha's looks just beaming with pride. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, now that we're mind-linked, she'll completely understand that uh, every drink Masuki drinks, she takes to Yusha in the form of another word that means gratitude and acceptance. Oh, that's cool, but... Yeah, it is. So yeah, I'll take the drink, I'll raise my glass to her, and after the fifth sip of tea and my glass is empty, I will set it before her. I turn to Dawn. It's your turn. Oh yeah. Cool. Lots of getting up and getting sitting back down. Don doesn't say that. Justin says that. <laughs> Don wouldn't be an asshole. Uh, in my mind, like Don's still like on his side. His yeah. le- arms are like just basically down his sides so he can't move them, but he's just like like moving his head towards the cup. Like Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh yeah, Don will uh repeat the psychic thought he won't speak out loud because he doesn't know quick flex but he'll he'll repeat the repeat the psychic thought of each of the forms of gratitude yes uh and do his best to attempt this ritual i have complete faith in him so after dawn has finished his uh masuki will one by one place the coins into yusha's cup and now you drink nods it to both of you picks up the cup slowly takes a sip excellent I hope you should doesn't die <laughs> me too man I'm it's a lot of him. work for a, for a dead <laughs> <laughs> I like to think that thought just goes through both of your heads at the same time you're just like what I don't want to die <laughs> but, okay so this is a good point to move on so yes. give me Give me a vigor roll, Justin. Let's just see. Cause you have no actual healing powers, correct? Yeah, no, just natural healing. Yes, we'll kind of give me a vigor roll as the first, or the next week goes by. First natural healing roll to see how many. Vigor. Ah. Uh, no such dice, bro, bro. Uh, well, the natural can, healing roll can... is still affected by wounds, right? I believe so, but they can assist you. So let's. Okay. We'll see. What would you should do? <laughs> you should gonna assist you with stealth as she secretly, without your knowledge, starts doing more of your chores as the week goes on <laughs> to try to prevent you from like getting hurt and opening up your wounds. Yeah, sneakily re- reducing my my pack weight and stuff. Yeah, and like Aww. you know, she's like would 
when you're trying to do dishes, she's like grabbing some and, and washing them before you get a chance to. Uh, so you get a plus one. So with her assistance, I will cure one wound after the first yeah. week. Uh, but in, so as another week goes by, and, and you know we have an injured Dawn. What uh, notable event happens during this journey? You're kind of working your way out of the Pecos Empire at this point. Thank moving God. into the Texas Freelands, which is oh. similar kind of in aesthetic and like ideals. Like there's still that idealized kind of old west concept. But you're also getting closer to where you could potentially start running into the Coalition. Coalition patrols. Well, as much as it uh, pains me to admit this, I'm not really in good shape to run across a patrol we should move stealthily, don't you think? You could start looking for villages, and you could potentially lay up for until so you're healed. You could look for a, like a medicine person or a healer. You have a lot of options. You say stealthily. Masuki looks down at her armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dawn feels like an idiot as soon as he says it, looks because he looks over at you and he's blinded by, a, you know, random reflection off of your glitter. Oh, yeah. That's the fact that both of you are like eight feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no stealthily. Look, like, I, you, I, she's I, not good at stealth. She just stands behind the two of you. <laughs> she she doesn't have to even be good at stealth. Uh, yeah, we should find a healer. I cannot help you. All right. Hmm. Let's see if I remember. There was, uh... Uh, so I could see... Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, common knowledge. That's what I was going to say. You can roll common knowledge. I'm uh, assuming my test is laughter that you did not roll well. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm looking at a PDF at the moment to get a name for something, so... I, I crit failed. Did you really? <laughs> he yeah. did! He really, really did! Yeah, I rolled two ones. At a minus two, it's two negative ones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, two negative ones has got to be the inverse of a crit fail, right? That's, you Ooh, know, critical how... success! It's, it's a, it's, if we could square root it, it's the imaginary crit fail. <laughs> yes. We'll just pretend like well, this didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I have a good way I can twist this to what I wanted to kind of move us towards anyway. So yes, it's a little out of the way. Like, when I say a little, at least a week in the wrong direction. But Fair enough. overall, you, you kinda, you're convinced that if you don't get healed up, you're just going to be a liability and slow them down anyway, so it's worth the extra time. And Masuki has, uh, you know, until the end of the year. So it's not like she's in a super rush. Fair. But you know of a very small village that's never really... It's not close enough to coalition territory or any kind of major power players that it should be safe. should be safe for DBs. And there is a, a local healer there. Um, a medicine woman. Who should be able to heal you up. I mean, they might charge you, but should be able to heal you up pretty well. We can live with the charges. And so the, you decide to head that way. And over the next few days, you're, you know, you're, you're riding along. Dawn mostly on the horse. And it kind of forced to go slow as every bump and bruise, and like every bump in the, in the road kind of, oof, ow, ah. I mean, your legs are still aching and you can barely move them. Like your chest has like five puncture holes. And it is a hideously gross, like, like when you ask how bad it is, you look at them from behind. It's just, oh God, it's like it's... <laughs> It's so gross. <laughs> but, uh... So it's slow going to kind of 
not exasper- or exasperate your injuries there any kind of further, but on like day four, Don, things don't look right, and you're not sure if it's just like maybe fever setting in, but this terrain doesn't look like this looked like the last time you were this way. <laughs> Admittedly, it's been quite a while since you came down here. At least a few months. But something is off. And it starts by just... It's your, something only you're really noticing because you're kind of spending a lot of time like looking down as you're kind of like really laying a lot of your weight on the horse. Like the the dust and the rock and the ground like goes from like a... You know, that kind of baked kind of clay color to... Every now and then you see like little seams of like amethyst or purple. And that's weird. With that, you don't remember anything like that. You think that's the kind of detail you would kind of notice as in tune to the natural world as you are. But, you know, you're, you're sure this is where that village is, so, you know, it's probably, like I said, just a fever talking. <laughs> a few days later, everybody starts to notice as the terrain starts to change. The normal, like, kind of brown packed earth and, like, scrubby, gray, like, green grass switches to purple sand as you're kind of moving into, like, a desert. Um, the foliage, like, the starts to become more and more sparse, and it's replaced, instead of thick vegetation, it's replaced by, like, crystalline outgrowths. It almost looks like this is some sort of, like, interdimensional energy, or something has kind of come through the rift and mutated this landscape. Yeah, and this Dawn, at this point... Like our world. Nope. And this is definitely not, like, what you were headed to. But we'll say it's been another five days, so Don, you can give me another vigor roll. Who would like to assist him? I will. Maybe. I'm going to attempt to. going to show you some um, of these awesome meditation and stretching exercises that I do when I'm injured, which is quite often. Or not. That, oh, it's a that's, that's, Yeah, that'll be a plus one. So you definitely help the meditation. Yusha's going to, like, um, carry more of the gear. To give you more room on your horse to kind of stretch out and be a little more comfortable. Uh, if only she was a wild card, right? <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah. But that still is two successes, so you get a plus two to this bigger roll, Justin. Alrighty, that's uh, mighty helpful. Let's try it out. Uh, with the plus two, that is a success and raise at 11. So it'll be... Believe. Like it's for your last wounds. Yeah, good thing we could, or good thing since uh, it doesn't look like we're gonna find that healer in no. this blasted wasteland. So yeah, after like about a week of going in the wrong direction in this <laughs> weird alien terrain, and like ladies, like you don't know what this area is supposed to look like. It's obviously alien, but he said there was a mystical healer here, so maybe this is right. Don, yeah. do you communicate your your boo boo? Like, how do you broach the subject when you realize you're feeling a lot better? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this doesn't look familiar. Seems that some something has happened to this blasted land here. Uh, none of this uh, terrain is familiar to me. I know, it's mm. kind of pretty. I mean, interesting. And the crystals are neat. She kind of, like, breaks one off. Yes. <laughs> I suspect some sort of rift-induced mutation in the local area. Be on your toes. Although, those exercises you showed me, they sure as hell worked. 
Uh, everybody give me a notice roll. Uh, no penalties. Notice roll. <laughs> I got a four. Like a you nine, actually got six. you got a six. Remember, you're in your armor, right? So oh, that's right. right. Woo! That's right. I'm back. I'm back, kids. Sorry. <laughs> I got a five. And I'll go for you should just to see if she gets an ace and a raise. Dang! If she was a wild card, it'd be amazing. It's okay. She's too busy, like like looking at like it looks like there's something kind of goo coming out of the crystal, which is kind of mm. weird. She's like trying to wipe it on like a. Well, she has nothing to wipe it off. She just wipes it on like her pants. <clears throat> the two of you, as your ta- as Dawn's talking about like the mutated landscape, like the uh, Masuki, you're like kind of moving your head back and forth, just taking in the mutated horizon, and it's distant, but it looks like there's a rather large structure in the horizon, like in the direction you were heading. And Dawn, like you, kind of see Masuki looking kind of over your shoulder. And as you turn your head, you see or see it too. It's the terrain is fairly flat, like some occasional like rocky or crystal outcroppings. But it looks like maybe like another five or six miles away, there's some sort of rather large structure. And when I say large, I mean like bigger than anything in Laredo. Like so, at least probably like a five to ten story structure, easily the size of like a football field. If not larger. What is this, Dawn? I do not recognize any of this. So, I cannot answer your question. But, all we can do is investigate. I mean, it's not that far off. Like I said, about five or ten miles should take you just the better half of the afternoon. (laughs) I was thinking kind of tilts her head. There are other things we could do besides investigate. We could yeah, Masuki, how do you feel? Because you are, like... You've, you've gone about five days out of your way. And he is looking better. I mean, obviously he's still, you know, got... The wounds are still physically there. They're just not bothering him as much. No, no. Well, we'll go Well, Dawn, where Dawn needs to go until he is fully healed. So if this Crystal City is where we must head, then this is where we'll go. Uh, so yeah, you keep heading towards this structure in the distance. and You both kind of notice also with your notice rolls there that... You realize for the last, like, day or two, you've been seeing less and less wildlife. Um, there's, like, no animals. And like I said, the vegetation has gone from, like, there to sparse to a few little crystals mixed in with, like, grass. Now it's just primarily just weird crystals that have, like, a gooey center. So you're also getting a little low on food because you only had so much with you. And you haven't really seen anything to eat unless somebody wants to try munching on a crystal. No, thank you. And I, I, you know, this is the evil DM saying it. You do have a horse if you have to eat somebody. Oh, no! I'm just saying. But you're not at the point where you're, like, potentially going to get fatigued from hunger. But if you don't find food soonish, And if you turn back around, it would be at least, like, another two days before... You get back to a place where you probably could scrounge up a meal. So the structure might be the place to go. It's kind of up to you. Yeah. Supplies would be good for all of us, I believe. And also, with these changes, it behooves me to investigate and make sure there's not some supernatural evil waiting to strike upon the world. So I say we press on. 
Hmm. Sounds good. You should just kind of like... Yeah, she is standing a little straighter, a little taller. Not that a boom gun can't handle, right? Haha. Well said. And she, and she just like wraps her knuckles against Masuki's armor. Hmm. And she is like, now you, John, you realize loaded down with like most of the gear now that was on your horse. <laughs> <laughs> and she's been like walking, because you guys have been taking a very slow pace with your injuries, but... So you head off towards this mysterious structure? Yep, yep. Yes, uh, but first, let's unburden young Yusha here. Get on the horse. Serve your energy. And teach her a, little, a bit about riding while we're at it. Looks unsteady, but sure. As you go for the rest of probably the afternoon, remember, terrain is always just more difficult to traverse. The mm-hmm. sands start becoming like little more loose and hard to, like, get a good grip in, so the horse is kind of having to kind of really pick its way through. The crystals start getting bigger and bigger till you start seeing some that are, like, the size of small trees. And you kind of get to the edge of, and the, uh, like, a valley kind of, like, kind of slopes down before you, and in the kind of, like, hazy distance, you see what looks like a massive ziggurat, just, like, mm-hmm. easily a couple hundred feet high, Strange kind of alien architecture. From this distance, it looks like it's made of stone. But uh, it's kind of hard to tell for sure. And then a kind of cool wind blows against your backs as you're staring down at this. And you hear just weird kind of animalistic noises kind of echo down from the valley. And we will actually stop here. This is a good place for it. (laughs) Are you gonna say you see you recognize this is a ziggurat in the distance, and now there are low animalistic noises, and you're like, and insane, dick, <laughs> right? That was episode eighteen of the Big Guns: The Path Less Traveled, and in our dreams production. Thank you for your continued support and listening. And please, give us a rating. Give us a review. You're the ones that help spread this show to new listeners. Your opinion means far more than me just telling people that I think it's good, because I'm biased. Today's cast was Jason as the Game Master, me, Justin, as Dawn, and Tess as Masuki. Whatever the future brings, it will bring more episodes and more dreams, and I'll see you in the next one.